Hi everyone, this is Michelle De La Pena, pastor of New Life The Fort in Manila, Philippines. Welcome to our podcast. We pray that this message blesses you, encourages you, and imparts grace to you today. Enjoy! You know, we always say this at the beginning of the year. We go back and look back and, and just amazed how fast things go by. We were the same place right here last year with all the uncertainty of what the pandemic was doing. We can say this, pandemic is already at the rear view mirror and we're saying bye-bye to it. Last year, we were about uh, Vision Sunday. We were about 170 people. I think we're a little more than 170 today. First Sunday of the year. You, can, uh, you probably don't see it, of course, because you're facing here. But there are a lot of people in the nosebleed section. Those are the cloud of witnesses. Make some noise. Ayan. Masaya sila because they're closer to heaven. Here we are. I wrote certain things here. I don't know if I'll read it, but we'll see how we go. I said, once again, we find ourselves in this juncture. A brand new year in all its freshness. First year. First day of the year, rather. A fresh 12 months. Who among you can use fresh 12 months? Yep. That's uh, 52 weeks or 365 days, more or less. But what you might not know is how many hours in a year. I counted. No, I just searched. 870, 60 hours. If you think that's a lot, Guess how many seconds in a year? 31,536,000 seconds went by. And there's a fresh, of course, less now, but there's a fresh 31,000,000 seconds. And I started to wonder, well, how many millions of seconds if you're, say, half a century year, uh, half, half a century old? Not that anybody is half a century here because if you've seen, this is a youth service where the people that come here, their youth is renewed like the eagles. Pinakamalakas amen yung nasa harap. Nagulat ako eh. Charlie jumped in when all the young people were jumping around here. I just looked at him and said, di ka nahihiya? And he repented quickly and joined me on a higher level. 50 years times 31,536,000 seconds is a billion five hundred seventy-six million eight hundred seconds. Wow. And I don't want to admit it, I'm closer to this number. You might be wondering, how can that be? Because I only look half that. bro. <laughs> Wow. We don't realize, we can look at that and say, that's a lot. Billions. Thing is, it passes by ever so constantly. 
Even right now, it's passing by. What are we doing? That's a good question for us this year. Do we just accidentally stumble into God's goodness? Or do you want to purposefully meet what He prepared? Do you want to purposefully be a conduit of that? Not just a recipient of what He's prepared, but be the very person and instrument that brings God's goodness to other people. That's the challenge for us. 2023, it feels so similar from 2022. But have no doubt, it's different. What has transpired last year is gone. We have something to look forward to. Hopefully, we have grown from last year. Some of us have grown like you know, physically. But hopefully, we have grown not just older, but wiser. Turn to somebody and say, you look wiser. For some, the past year have become, well, have, be- have been a year of unprecedented opportunity and increase. Testimonies of both expected and unexpected multiple promotions were heard on this very stage a few weeks ago. Testimonies about territories expanding, health revived, relationships restored, ground taken, and of course, ground broken. But even as we recall last year's triumphs and victories, we also have to be recognizing and acknowledging those who've experienced 2022 in a very different light. For some, it was tough. It was more than challenging. It was hard. Maybe last year was the hardest of all. And to a certain degree, one can be glad that it's done. Buti na lang, tapos na. It's difficult. Nonetheless, 2022 leaves behind the scars and the pain and the heaviness. But what do we do? As a community, we want to celebrate, right? But there are those who may be bleeding and wounded and in pain. How do we navigate these contradicting matters and experiences as a family of God? Do we suppress one and only acknowledge the other? No. We compartmentalize. We set things aside. The Bible says rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. There is grace for both. And maybe this year will bring both. Maybe tears of joy will abound, hopefully. But I remember, I I heard Pastor Mitch mention a while ago, that there were challenges last year. There will be some. There will be some battles. It will be an honor to face these battles with you. You cannot face it on your own. There is grace for both rejoicing and weeping, for mourning and dancing. But In this house, we do life together. In this house. We make it 
we make an intentional decision to do life together. Turn to somebody and say, let's do life together. Let's do life together. But like I said, we are in this juncture. And uh, you can say it's a transition. We're transitioning from last year and now facing what 2023 is going to be about. Transitions, or we can say places of in-between. That can be a challenge as well. Because, uh, yes, we're looking forward and we're anticipating the adventures, but there are also some dangers. There's, there's also testings ahead. And transitions can be somewhat chaotic and confusing and challenging because you're no longer where you were, but you're not yet where you need to be. Who among you can say, I'm not anymore. I'm no longer where I used to be. Praise the Lord. But if we're going to be honest, we're not yet where we want to be, where we need to be. But I'm on my way. I'm not getting stuck. I'm not stopping here. This is not a place to set up tent. I'm going to keep going. One step at a time. And if, even if I have to climb through a mountain or walk through a valley, I know who's with me in the mountaintops and I know who's walking with me in the valleys. I will not stop. The shepherd leads. The Lord is my shepherd. So what do we do? How do we move forward? There are certain things I've been thinking about over the past weeks or so because the vision has been given months before. But I know, I know this because this is not just some things that's percolating in my own spirit, but there is this voice of warning. I don't know if you're noticing what's happening in the world. It's a very different world from when I was a kid, which is a few decades ago. It's very different. The challenges are intensifying. But I know this. You were born for such a time as this. You're exactly who God needs or wants to be in this time to solve the things that's around us. You may not completely change things, but you will give opportunity for people to make a choice. Because your light will shine. But as individuals and as believers, there are certain things we can do to prepare the way. This scripture dropped in my heart. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. I'm reading in the Amplified, and there's a lot of words in the Amplified. It says here, Therefore then, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses who have borne testimony of the truth, let us strip off and throw aside every encumbrance, unnecessary weight, 
Somebody say, cast some weight off. And it says, and that sin which so readily, deftly, and cleverly clings to and entangles us. And let us run with patient endurance and steady and active persistence the appointed course of the race that is set before us. I love this next verse. Looking away from all that will distract to Jesus. What do we look towards? To Jesus. Jesus, I look to you. Who is the leader and the source of our faith, giving the first incentive for our belief and is also the finisher. He doesn't just start it, he finishes. He who began a good work in you will what? Finish it, will complete it. Bringing it to maturity and perfection. He for he for the joy of obtaining the prize that was set before him endured the cross. Thank God for the cross. Despising and ignoring the shame and is now seated at the right hand of the throne of God. How do we transition well? I have a few things I want to encourage us to do. This is necessary. If you want 2023 to be a better and greater year than last year, there are certain things we need to recognize we have to do. Number one is to purge. To purge. I'll give you the five and then we'll talk about it a little bit. We need to purge. If you're writing down notes, purge to prune. To pivot. To prioritize and to pursue. Five things. To purge, to pivot, to prioritize, to pursue. What do you mean purge? It says here in the verse that we read, let us strip off and throw aside every encumbrance, unnecessary weight, and that sin which so readily and deftly and cleverly clings to and entangles us. We need to purge certain things. Let me give you an example. In, at least in our, in our house, in our small place, right? Uh, in, in our unit, we have what we call a, like a, a roof deck. Its original purpose is for washing clothes, hanging clothes, putting your washing machine if you have one. That's the original purpose. Of course, you can do other things there. But then, one year after the other, and then another, you begin to, uh, uh, um, what? Accumulate things, right? Who among you can relate? You accumulate things. Boxes you don't need, things that you don't need, things that you thought, ay, gagamitin ko to next time. And then it just collects dust, right? So before the end of the year, I went up for the purpose of just, I need to get certain things, right? And then I realized, wow, ang gulo. So I decided to take out one thing. And then when I removed one thing, I said, I don't need this also. And then I spent about three, three hours in that roof deck. 
just removing things, purging things. There are certain things we need to purge because of the clutter. God wants to give you more, but there's no room. And it's just weight. It says here, unnecessary weight. Pabigat. And sometimes, don't look at anybody else, sometimes they can even be people. Don't look at your wife or your husband or your mom or whatever. Family, they're great. Yes. <laughs> One yes from a group of people. We need a lot of work. So there's purging that is necessary. The, the flood was a purging. The great flood was a purging. I was just listening to a documentary. They said they have found the place, possibly the place of Sodom and Gomorrah. All the signs say that that's the place. Sodom and Gomorrah was a purging. It's not unbiblical to purge. There are certain things in our lives we just need to let go. And then to prune. Prune, actually, it's God's idea to prune. Pruning is not, a, is not a bad thing. It's a good thing. It may hurt. Because letting go is hard to do, according to a proverb. Is it a proverb or a song? It's probably a song. John chapter 15, verse 2, it says here, I'm reading in the Passion. It says, He cares. That's a good beginning. He cares for the branches connected to me by lifting and propping up the fruitless branches. Who among you felt like last year was fruitless? <laughs> Nobody wants to raise their hand. But we know. Just nod. It, I say amen in church, but it felt fruitless. Good news. You're not useless to God. In fact, He lifts you up. Next, it says, and, the, and pruning every fruitful branch. Wait a minute. I was fruitful. I was not, you know, I was doing good. But then God says, I want you to have more. So we may have to cut certain things that's just taking space. So a purging and a pruning would be necessary. And then a pivot. You know, as dancers, baka may mabali eh. Baka pag-ikot, hindi na mabalik. I remember when I was, uh, when we were learning, learning dance, one of, one of the things that's important for us to learn is to focus. Because you won't be able to pivot well if you have no focus. You end up being dizzy or whatever. Hurt yourself and hurt other people around you. But in our lives, there needs to be a pivot because we have become focused on the wrong things. We need to turn away. And it says here, what does the Bible say? Looking away from all that will distract. Two things in this process. A looking away from and a looking to. Many people, maybe not in this place, 
they want somebody to save them from their situation. It's too much. They can't handle it. And then they hear about the goodness of God. The gospel is, is preached to them. And with tears they come. I need you to save me from this. But God is not just good from saving you from one circumstance. He saved you for eternity, not just to escape here. So it's one thing to turn away from things that will distract. And being, if we're going to be honest, it was so easy to get distracted during the pandemic. Because we, were tr- we didn't know what was going on. And so we scaled down our world to a screen. And that's how we begin to experience life. That's not how life was meant to be lived. We can't just watch other people's lives and hope it's ours. You have your own story. It's greater than what you're watching because we have a better author, a better finisher. Amen? To watch all these things, you have to, you pay to watch these things. Well, somebody already paid so that you can live your life well. We need to pivot. Another thing would be prioritize. Isn't it so easy to get so, what's the word? Uh, there's a Greek word I'm thinking about. The Greek word, tranta. Diba Greek word yun? It's not a Greek word. Pag natataranta kayo, then all planning and all whatever, they, you forget that. When you get overwhelmed, you just do whatever. But there is grace. I'm speaking and I release a grace to be quiet, to settle down and be still and hear from the Lord what to prioritize. Because God, our God, orders our steps. Meaning He is orderly. There's a reason why day one in creation was such. And then day two. And then day three. And then day four. Do you believe that God, our God, our Creator, can just in one go create all of that? Right. But see, He's not just Creator. He's also a teacher. He's also a father. He's going to be teaching His kids how to walk through life. And so He orders our steps. What does the Bible say? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Pastor, alam ko na yan. I've heard that before. Is there any other verse? Wala ba mas exciting na preaching? Is there any Hebrew word or Greek? Kasi sabi ko lang ng Greek, Taranta. See, the way you conquer is being an expert in the basic, in the foundational. It's not all these fancy stuff. Have you ever seen, I watch, there are certain videos that I watch, and I watch these uh, fake martial artists. Have you ever seen those? It's so funny. And then they meet a real one, and they get crushed. They have these whatever, right? And then when they get into a real fight, one blow, one like this, they're, they're out. Our life 
in Christ is not all this, whatever. It's not that. It's this simple sometimes. In the name of Jesus, get out. It doesn't translate well in movies. You see, in movies, you have to, if you're fighting the devil, you have to have all these props. Said, Christian movies will not be like that. Because one of you can just show up and go, who are you? What's your name, Legion? Okay, get out. Are you ready? You don't need a pastor to go with you and rebuke whatever spirit. Because he who is in you is what? It's greater than he who is in the world. We will be walking in the supernatural more than you think this coming year. Lastly here is to pursue. It says here, let us run with patient endurance and steady and active persistence. You know what that means? It's to pursue. Don't quit. Don't stop. If you feel like there's nothing more for you, stop a moment. There is a reason why you came here. There's a reason why you're hearing this message. There's more to life than what you have seen. God has something so much more for you. I say this. That whatever the enemy has done to distract, to destroy your life, what God has for you is a complete turnaround of that. Don't quit today. Don't stop today. With whatever strength you have, with whatever resources you have, just take one more step forward. Because God is just waiting to meet you. Just like a child being trained by the father to walk. Just one more step. Come here. And the father just takes one more step back as the baby is, the, the child is learning to walk, right? It's so easy to just gra- intervene. We want intervention. But sometimes God is more concerned about our growth than our, than our comfort. He's teaching us something. He's teaching us to pursue. Today is our Vision Sunday. Amen. And we have seen people really connect with what is going to be released for today. And they pursue and they prioritize and they set aside certain things that will hold them back from grabbing hold of the things that have been spoken. The Bible does say to write the vision. It didn't say that only the pastor or the leader or the worker writes the vision. All of us here, we have a responsibility to grab hold. I pray that you see past this person and really listen to what God is saying to you. I'm not saying I'm taking the role of God. I'm just his messenger. But I pray that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. Because what we are excited to see is how God is going to move in your life. That will be such a joy. But it is important to write the vision. 
Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2 to 3. It says here, Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. That's all of us. Lord, what do you have for me this year? There is a vision that, is, that can be released on an individual level, but there is also a vision for the corporate body. There is a vision that was designated for David and for Saul and for Samuel and for Isaiah, for individuals. But there is also a vision that was released as a nation, as a corporate body. There is something that will be released even right now for this body. But there is also, we need to uh, uh, um, adjust our hearing so we can also, in line with what He's giving to us corporately, is that individual vision or that dream or that promise. Write the vision down that He may run who reads it. The vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, it will speak. The vision will not lie. If, see, the Bible says God cannot lie. If it's from God, it is true. It will surely come. Though it tarries, the Bible says, wait for it. Who among you are still waiting? Anybody still waiting? Don't stop. Don't quit. I won't quit today. Not today. Not now. I've traveled so far, I'm not quitting now. It will not tarry, the Bible says. I have certain things I want to ask. Who among you still write on with paper and pen? Actually, I have first three people that can come down. I want to give you something. First, a gift to Libreto, unless you want to pay. If, if you want a gift, I have, I have certain things that these are... Just uh, journals. There you go. Wow, meron talaga siyang panul. There you go. There you go. And then, there. Naubus na. Pasensya po. But I have, there's one more gift for. This is a combo of pen and a notebook. Um, the notebook is from Cross because from the cross, right? This is my question. Anybody can answer this question? Jesus, yung sagot. Good, good answer, but wrong answer to the right answer to, the, to a different question. What is last year's watchword and what is the main scripture? <laughs> what what is that oh yung vision natin last year come down come down you come down here pwede mo tong ano oh may pera pa oh anybody Again, what is the what is one what's one of the uh, scriptures we used? Hindi yung main, walang pumasa sa main. 
Doon lang kayo sa second heaven. <laughs> hindi, hindi abot sa third. Anybody? What is the vision, the word, the word that we gave last year? Come down. Or stand up and shout it to the world! Come out in Jesus' name. Bigla. Baka, baka may lumabas sa akin. Yes. Sa pula ba? Sa, puti, sa itim ba? Sa, sa puti. Ito na lang, ito na lang. Ito, taga ano to eh. Taga bundok to eh. Taong bundok kasi to eh. What is the... And what's your name? Uy, takot naman ako. That's his name. Um, and what is the yung vision? One three. Ephesians 1.3. Uh, break ground. Ephesians 1.3. Kasama yung Ephesians 1.3. Yes! For a price of... Now you can get this. Congratulations. Alright, let's continue. Oh, there's one more? Kasi sabi rito, uh, write the vision and make it plain on tablets. Bata. Oh, may tablet. Okay. I would, eto lang ah, this, uh, hindi mo na counted yung ano, yung workers and volunteers and leaders. Pag, uh, pag, pagka walang makasagot, and then we'll bring it, bring it up to a higher level. Sige. Eto ah, you will receive at 2005 Nokia All right. Brand new to. Mainit pa oh. What were the five points that we listed last year for our vision? Congregant. Congregant, hindi mo na volunteer if you're here. You can be from up there as well. Kung meron, baba, sige, yun, may nagtataas ng paa. Paa ba yun? Kamay. Yes! Come on! Come on down. Ayan na, nakalista na. Come on. May bumababa na. Eh, ladies first daw eh. Ayan. Ay, may timer pala. Five, four. Hindi, wag, wag. Ayan, hello! Of course, I know you, but uh, our audience do not. What were the five points? Say your name first. Jeng. Okay. Number one, people breaking out of their security. The battle is not to be quiet and stop telling the goodness of God. Number two, people doing something never been done before. Do something you never done before. Number three, people building in new territories, new space, new platform, and you begin to build. Not just see, but build. Number four, people building but ready for battle. Enemies came to stop the building, but you get ready for battle while building. Number five, people accomplishing extraordinary fleet. Like the mighty man of David, beyond the boundaries of your community, you will be known. But the first thing you will say is to glorify God. Wow. She did not just mention the five words may take away pa. So for your takeaway, yes, 
Question. Who do you want to give this to? Congrats! Yay! Oh, wait! Ito pala yung pinaka-importante dyan. There you go. Praise the Lord! Meron pa? Who wants more? Next time, magsulat kayo. What is this year? This year was a lot to process. To be honest, just talking to Pastor Mitch over the past few months, there's, there's this word that's like strong about your yes being uh, enough. Your yes to the Lord is enough. And there's another one that came up, said, it looks like it's this as well. And then it was strong. But that was not quite it. There's a lot of things that I will be sharing in the next few weeks. But before I show you this video, as much as all the things that God have, has given to us, they're yes and amen. I want us to be clear and... Uh, I was thinking about this and I'd share this with you. That what God made available, who among you believe God made things available? Do not confuse what He made available because it's not necessarily automatic. What is available does not necessarily mean automatic. There are certain things, like for example, if... God made available the promised land to, uh, to Abraham. If he does not step out, do you think he'll reach it? Do you think he'll get it? No. There are certain things God has made available for us. But this has nothing to do with your salvation. If you are in Christ, your salvation is secure. But there is a world in need. And there are certain things God made available for you, for your victory, for the people around you. And I think what God wants for us to realize this coming season, I say this because this word is not just for a period of time. It is, it is, it is for more than a year. We're entering a season we are now accustomed to a world where there's great need for understanding who the Father is. And I believe this is a season, this time more than ever, the world is looking for sons, for a child of God to be revealed. I believe this is a place where we can grow together. Amen? Here's how I want us to respond. I want us to declare over our 2023. We will entrust and make declaration that this year is something that God has already um, set for us. That He is taking care of our present and He's taking care of our future. 
that we are a people that long to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. So we will declare, there may be so many uncertainties, but this is clear, that God holds it all together. He is the one who will make a way in the desert and make rivers where there is none. So focus your eyes on God and declare this over this coming year as we worship together. Thanks again for listening. If you'd like to hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast episodes. If this message spoke to you, share the podcast to family and some friends. You are loved. We hope that you've been blessed.